0: So, Isaiah chapter 43. Let's go right there. What hmm, a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Isaiah 43. Um, I'm going to read a couple of verses today. And, um, Let's see what we got, okay? Okay. Isaiah 43, verse one. Give you a minute to get there. Okay. And time is up, and here we go. But now, this is what the Lord, your creator, says. Stop. Before I read the rest of that, I'm going to lay a foundation. And now, this is what the
1: Lord, your creator, says. Father, we thank you for the truth, power, and integrity of your word. We thank you for wisdom, insight, understanding, and knowledge of God to flow. We pray that everybody is touched by something and reached exactly where they are. And we pray that they have what they need to go forward and flow. Not just this day, but every day, they'll have an anchor in their spirit. We'll have an anchor in our spirit that we can grow from and grow on. In Jesus, our Savior's name, amen.
0: Hmm. But now, this is
1: what the Lord, your creator, says. I wanna lay down a couple of points here and I want you guys to to hear me, receive it, submit it,
0: stand with it in prayer. When
1: I saw that, I immediately want to read, what does he say? But I need to stop and lay the foundation of that statement in itself. Sometimes the statement is in what's said before not what's said after we want to hear what the savior the lord our creator says without first putting an emphasis on or a power on that original statement which makes the second statement valid or more valid or powerful or whatever the case may be what we're about to hear is what our creator says
0: Okay, in Isaiah 43,
1: verse 1, but now this is what the Lord, your creator, says. So let's go with the Lord, your creator.
0: I'm about to get a word
1: from our Lord. That's fine. But the emphasis got dropped on creator, and that's where I got caught. And say, the Lord, your God which he would usually say, and they say the Lord, your savior. He said the Lord, your creator. Now, it takes on a different power and a different meaning because it's talking about the Lord, my creator. And why does that take on a different meaning? Because he is now coming at me from, not from a position of I'm your Lord, I'm your creator, I'm your boss, I'm your savior. He's saying, I want you to understand that I created you. And when we go with that in Genesis chapter one, he says we are created in his image and in his likeness. So he's reminding us in this segment, in this lesson, in this admonishment, that I'm speaking to you from the point of view of you were created by me. And because you were created by I, not, not, I need to understand this. Knowing he's our savior sometimes can put the focus on our faults and shortcomings still. He's our savior because we needed to be saved because we were so screwed up. He's our God because he he leads us, he rules us, he taught All that stuff is valid and powerful. But this time he chose to put an emphasis on the Lord, the one who created you. And I need to make sure you catch this. I'm speaking to you now as the one who made you. The one who created you, the one who created you. But how did he create you? Again, in his image and his likeness. So I'm speaking now to my creation, my, 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 my seed, my living image or vessel that I placed. You now are not being spoken to as a fallen nation that I'm trying to redeem, my lost sheep my, you know, there's all these different words that have been used throughout the Bible to describe us. But today, in this verse, he says, I want to speak to you as my creation. I want to talk to you as the one who made you and knows you better than anybody. I want to speak to you as the one who I formed out of uh, and the spirit and then form the body and put life into that body and then created a woman to be beside you. And I, I want to speak to you as somebody that I hand made. I want to speak to you as a nation. I don't want to speak to you as a fallen people. I don't want to speak to you as a whatever. I want to speak to you as the one who I handcrafted. See, my God. I live in an apartment now and everybody said, oh, wow, so beautiful, Florida. Yeah, whatever. Here's the thing. The house that I moved from, I bought that house. Then I built this huge extension on it. And with sweat and blood, literally cut myself at times, and labor and everything, I built that West Wing. I built that. Every electric wire, the plumbing, everything. And that thing has a sentimental value to me that this apartment will never have. I didn't make this. I rent this. When God puts the emphasis on the fact that I'm not speaking to you as a people, I'm speaking to you as my creation. Are you feeling what I'm saying to you right now? I'm speaking to you from a special place right now. I'm gonna take a minute and I'm gonna take us into the, the um the Hebrew, of that word creation, and I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Now, keep this in mind. You were created in the image and likeness of God. We understand this, right? I want you to make sure. I want to make sure you take this in. I'm going to beat this in a little bit before we get to the whole breakdown of what I'm where I'm going. I, I want. I to. I want to lead you on for a little while and carry you around and 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 just kind of mess with you. Because I really want you to to, to take into your spirit that you are God's creation. And because you are his creation and he he loves you as the thing he created, you have a value to him. Hmm. Hmm. My God. I don't want to give away. I don't want to give away the, the
0: secret recipe too soon. But wow. Say this, say God created me. And because he did, I'm special to him. He made me with his own hands and with his total heart. So watch this. I want you to listen to the definition of the word create in the Hebrew. to create, to create, to shape, to form, all these things we know, to fashion, always with God as the subject. Did you catch that? No, you didn't catch it. I'm gonna come back to you. This is a creation of individual men, Of a new condition.
1: Transformation. This is all Old Testament definition, even though it sounds like creation, you know, this whole recreation, the transformation, the be formed, all that. um, A birth out of something new or miraculous.
0: The cut down, the cut out. Watch this. Where are you going with this? You'll see.
1: Back to, ver- I mean, verse one, to chat, to um, first, the first definition. To create and form and fashion, always with God as the subject.
0: You ready? Nod your head if you're ready. Put a seatbelt on.
1: When God was creating you, that I want you to picture an artiste, a sculptor, He puts an image before him.
0: then he looks at that image, and he go ahead and he
1: chisels or shapes or molds and does what he needs to do. He created you with him as the subject. He put himself up there, and he looked at him. And then he began. Now, now some of you didn't catch that. You ran off the screen if you were to quote what I just said. When he made you, he looked at his self as the subject in which you would be created and formed from.
0: That's deep. That's
1: deep. Amen. Thank you so much. We'll see you next <laughs> That's enough to sit with for a month. God made me putting himself up as the subject or the object of his creation. Now it makes more sense when it says, you created creating in the image and likeness of God. He used himself as the template. He used himself as the model. He used himself as the form, the figure, the shape, the structure. He used himself. So people say, well, God don't have eyes and hands. Well, if he formed me in his image, I'm thinking he got to look something like this, I, you know, and I think he probably looked more like me than any of y'all, but that's just that's a different opinion. <laughs> i'm just messing around i don't want anybody to go the internet say he think god look like him you know listen i look like my daddy some kind of way i know that here's my point wow so now when you're making this point as god my creator but this is what says the lord your god who created you you're 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 taking the people back to somewhere at this point. you you are making a point to make a connection in this conversation that relates me back to you. not my sins, not my failures, not my shortcomings, not my humanity, not my weaknesses. You are saying in this conversation, my child, I'm focusing you to the you that I created in the image of me. He's reminding you of your importance. He's reminding you of your relationship to him. He's reminding you of your greatness. He's reminding you of just who you are in his eyes. That's powerful because the world And the church and everything else will spend a lot of time telling you how dirty you are and how filthy you are and how unworthy you are and how unholy you are and how unrighteous you are and how hard you got to work to be right before God because God don't like you and he don't love you and you got to do stuff to make him love you. And he's saying at this point, I want to talk to you
0: as what I created. And in
1: that statement, there's no question of the love, the care, the concern, or the intimacy between God and me. My God.
0: Or God in you. So I
1: want you to take a moment and just thank God who speaks to you as your creator, the one who formed you, made you, loves you, appreciates you, cherishes you. If you got children, you know what I mean. I know if they're older, you may look at this a little different. But when they're babies and you're looking at them as the creation, you know what I mean? I can be as upset as my kids if I want to. But then if I go back to, I, I remember when they was babies. And you see that baby and you fall in love with that baby and you don't even know that baby. You and you don't know what that baby going to be, how that baby going to turn out. You don't know what that baby going to be later on in life. But you, just the moment I saw my children, I was in love. Like, like what, what? I remember writing something one time. What is this love I'm feeling? Like, I don't even know you. I just met you. Like, what is this I'm feeling? No, it's not. It's just, I wrote this whole poem about it. I probably should turn it into a song. But it was like, I don't even know you. I just met you. And yet here you are, stealing my heart from me. Like, I'll do anything for you. And I remember that when I thought of this, when he said, your God, your creation. He said, my baby.
0: He said, the Lord, your dad,
1: your creator, speaking to my baby, the apple of my eye the joy of my heart. So, but as you don't understand all the things that's wrong in my life, yeah, yeah, and I don't need to understand it. Daddy does, but
0: right now he's talking to his baby.
1: Right now he see no wrong. He's talking to his baby. And that's a lot of time to spend on a half a verse, but I needed to get that in there. Today, God is talking to his baby. And I only got three verses to read today. But in those three verses, there's just so much being said. Let's continue, my God. Did I, did I foundation
0: this good enough? Okay. But now, this is what the Lord, your creator says, O Jacob, and he
1: who formed you, O Israel. So he said, I'm speaking to you, Jacob, and I will speak to all of Israel, your, your creator and the one who formed you. Do not fear. For I have redeemed you. And I have called you by name.
0: You are mine. Whew.
1: Whew. I don't know if I can finish this. My God. He said, your creator The one who made you and formed you. Not your God right now. I'm your father. I'm your creator. I'm the one who formed you. I'm the one who made you. I'm the one who can love you like nobody else can. I am saying to you right now, don't be afraid. I have redeemed
0: you. You belong to me. Now, if he said, your
1: savior, you belong to me, that would take a different tone. I'm your savior, you're my servant. That would take a different tone. He would have said, you're God, he would have been, I'm your authority, and you submitted to me, you belong to me. That's a level of ownership. Here, he said, no, I want to bring this from the place of, don't be afraid, I have redeemed you, you are mine, my baby, my child, my creation, I, I I can't say this enough. He's saying I'm talking to you right now as as my heart to your heart. I'm talking to you from my heart. To your heart, I'm there's a level of love being expressed here that just gets so read over and just so shot past. And I, when God showed it to me, I was like, Oh my goodness, you're speaking to me as the form of clay in your hand, you're speaking to me as I felt when I helped my children for the first time in my two hands. And I helped, I could hold them like this. Remember, remember when they were small enough, you could hold them like this. Remember that, maybe it a niece or nephew, whatever, and you could hold this little frack, and you had to be careful. That you didn't even want to, I didn't even want to put my kids' clothes and stuff on. God, like, I feel like I'm going to break something. You know, it's it just, 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 just that tender, little, sweet, beautiful, angelic face. I got some pictures of Israel when he was born, my grandson, and in the picture he's got these big, wide, beautiful eyes, and he's just staring into my soul with them. And in this picture, I'm just staring there, just staring at him, staring at me. And I'm in, oh, I'm holding my grandchild and I'm just staring at this face and he's looking at me with these big, beautiful, angelic eyes of like, wow. And I I know parents, you here, you can relate to that. And this is what I capture from this moment that God's holding me in his hand. And he's saying, my creation, my beautiful formed image, Made with me as the subject. I want to let you know, don't be afraid.
0: I got you. I redeemed you. I keep you. This
1: just in these two verses, so much is said, so much is said about the love of God. So much. Wow. Do not fear,
0: for I have redeemed you from captivity. I have called you by name. When God talks
1: to you, he ain't saying you people. He ain't saying you Christians. He ain't saying you black folk, you white folk. He's calling each of you by name. Listen close. See if you can hear him. He's calling you by name. He's calling you by name. He's calling you by name. You are mine. Don't be afraid. I got you. I redeemed you. Watch this. When you pass through the water, I will be with you. And through the river, they will not overwhelm you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flames burn you. And I don't have to read anymore. God wants you to go through things to teach you stuff. And God, sometimes he lets that happen. You know, it just, you know, he got to let the devil do things to you so he can teach you. Not according to this verse and many others, but this one specifically, he said, you won't be scorched. The water won't overtake you. The fire won't overtake you. He's saying you are delivered from captivity well, it's because I'm black. I can't. You are delivered from captivity because you are mine. So if we would be less a color or a race or a male or female and just be his form and sculpted with him as the subject. Today, if you can't do it for any other day, let's just start today. Today, I'm going to read these two verses again. And that's it. But now this is what the Lord, your creator says. O Jacob, he who, he who formed you, O Israel, that's us, the Israel of God. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the river, they will not overwhelm you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flames burn you. So you're saying you think you're supposed to go through life with no problems and no stuff? You can go through life with whatever, whatever you want. I'm going through life with this. Isaiah 43, verse 1 and 2. I'm going through life with this. This is my expectation. This is my stand. This is my belief. I don't care what your stupid religion says and how you want to perceive it. You are welcome to go through all the hell you want to. And if you want some of mine, I'll tell Satan where you live, he can go and bring it to you. But for me, as for me and my house, I'm going with the word. And the word says this. And I claim this. And I claim it for you who believe and receive with
0: me. In Jesus' name. Amen.